Greetings, happy mutants, and welcome to Boing Boing Gadgets. In each episode of this podcast, we recommend things that we love and use. Not people, not places, but things. I'm Shani Jardin, and I'm joined today by Boing Boing's co-founder, Mark Frauenfelder, and our publisher, Jason Weisberger. Mark and Jason, hello! Hello, Shani. Hi! <laughs> hey, dudes. Uh, well, we, we have... Uh, several interesting things to share with you this week. Uh, I think I want to start with Mark's pick. This is not a gadget in the classical sense, but it's something that will get you where you're going. It's a mobile device. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And it's something that I use every single day, except those days when I don't step outside the house, which is quite (laughs) frequent. Um, And what is it, Mark? It is the native Jefferson shoe. Mm -hmm. And it is, so you're familiar with Crocs, those uh, really ugly rubber clogs. Hey, what trigger warning, please. Next time uh, <laughs> I have, I have, uh, I'm in therapy around my uh, phobia and hatred of Crocs. These, these are, these are made from the same material, but yes. they don't, they're not, they're non-traumatizing. Right. Exactly. So if you're going to sacrifice a petroleum byproduct, it might as well be in the form of something that's appealing. And these are like on the opposite side of the spectrum from, from Crocs, which are Without a doubt, the ugliest footwear invention since Earth shoes. <laughs> these, these native Jefferson shoes are really cool. They're like retro kid sneakers or something. They're, they're a solid piece of rubber, and they come in really great, uh, aggressively annoying colors, like uh, red and, and uh, orange color, yellow. And the, then the, the uh, sole, uh, the little rubber bottom part, is actually just white paint, kind of an off-white, an ecru. Uh, painted around and so um they look like a tennis shoe and they have holes in them for ventilation and they're uh, treated with some kind of uh probably nasty chemical or something that keeps your feet from stinking when you wear them without socks and i never wear them with (laughs) socks and they don't stink which is pretty great um they're so good at airports because when you walk through security they just pop off you put them in the bin you slide them back on um they are the extremely comfortable. I've been wearing them now for a couple of years. Funny thing was that I did, didn't know anything about them. And then Corey was staying over, our, our co-editor. He was staying over at, at my house and he ordered a pair of them. And then as he was leaving, he said, oh, I, have, uh, I got some shoes and they were the wrong size and uh, I'm too lazy to return them. So if you want, if they fit you, you can keep them. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't look at them for like two weeks. Finally, I opened up the box and immediately fell in love with them. And put them on, and they're the only shoe that I wear. And Corey's uh, wife, Alice, she wears them constantly also. They're, I, I really recommend these shoes. I've gone through like four pair. They're $42 a pair. Wow. You know, I, I've purchased these for gentlemen in my life, and uh, they've, they've never been uh, unappreciated. I, I think they're really cool. They look like trendy Ked or Converse. They have that kind of retro, I'm hanging out at the ben- Venice uh, skate park kind of look to them. But they, they're updated. They're super duper functional. And as you said, it's, I've noticed that a lot of guys like to, they like to go commando with their feet. Uh, they, they like to not <laughs> wear socks. And uh, it's, it's not always a good idea. Uh, if your feet don't stink, it means that they're healthy and that the uh, you know, microbes, bacteria, fungus, whatever, aren't, aren't colonizing your foots. Um, these shoes are wonderful because they provide that kind of ventilation. Yeah. Are they comfortable? I, I'm always concerned because I once tried those Crocs and they just the rubber seemed to want to uh, chew a hole in my feet. Yeah, they're really comfortable. The only thing I would say is 
if on an, on airplanes where there's not a lot of ability to like move your feet around and and get air to blow through those little holes, if your feet start to like perspire a little bit, you get this feeling like your feet are kind of like slipping around inside the shoe. Mm. So typically, when I get on a plane, I I take my shoes off and just sit barefoot. But mm. otherwise, they're great. Hey, um, you know, I, I actually didn't have a picture to share this week when we started recording, but you're jarring my memory. Um, the shoes that I'm wearing right now are called Fit Flop. Um, I got them on Amazon, and it, it's a the, the manufacturer makes a whole bunch of different kinds of shoes, but I, I like to buy their sandals for walking on the beach. And they're they're different than uh, the native shoes that you just talked about, but they have the most squishy, comfortable uh, soles that I've that I've ever tried. They're they're very thick. They are uh, contoured to your the, the the contour of the bottom of the soles of your feet, and they're just squishy and bouncy enough. I, I've never experienced anything like that in a sandal. I don't know why people would wear Birkenstocks instead of these because Birkenstocks have that contour, but they're not squishy uh, like these are. And they're, they're like about 50 per pair. They even make Ugg-style boots. I don't know anything about that. I just I, I wear their beach sandals and, and really love them. I have a treadmill desk, and sometimes on days when I just can't even get it together to put on a pair of socks and, and tennis shoes, I will wear the fit-flops, and I might put in five or ten miles. My feet are still happy. They look great. Yeah, fit-flop. Fit-flop. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, so um, cool. Well, this is it's all about shoes today, but it's also all about motorcycle helmets. Jason is a big motorcycle rider, and uh, you've you've tested your share of helmets. Why do you like the Bell Bullet TT motorcycle helmet, Jason? Well, so I've uh, I've been riding with the Bell Bullet TT for about a year now. Um, I've reviewed it on Boing Boing once or twice. I've offered some updates. And it is a wonderful, wonderful-looking helmet that also fits great and is uh, very comfortable to ride with. I wanted, I wanted to talk about it today on gadgets because I rarely, uh, well, much like Mark, I rarely leave the house. When I do leave the house, I tend to be on one of my motorcycles. And for the last year, I've been wearing this helmet. And almost every time I get compliments from people, comments about the helmet, um, Strangely enough, rather than taking pictures of one of my beautiful old motorcycles, people have been wanting to take pictures of the helmet. <laughs> uh, and so I thought I'd talk a little bit about it because it's really kind of unique in that I think Bell was trying very hard in the design of this helmet or the gentleman that they hired um, for his design of the helmet, as I read the story a while ago, um, to recreate kind of the the early Bell full-face helmets which are kind of a, a very distinctive and iconic look, very vintage back to the 70s. Um, and they did that, but in doing it, they also made the helmet with you know, all modern materials, um, made it very, very light and very, very slim. So unlike um, kind of the top-of-the-line Bell carbon helmet, this had, it's a very, very narrow helmet and doesn't look all space balls when you put it on. You know, the helmet kind of fits to your head rather than that, you know, um, whatever the Darth Vader character with the gigantic helmet in Spaceballs was. Um, it fits very well. So people really, you know, people like it. They like how it looks on you. Um, it's got a very distinctive kind of paint style to it as well. These large red dinner plates over each ear on a white helmet. They look like bullseyes. 
Um, and a big bubble shield, um, which is a very, very vintage look that I find really comfortable because the helmet has a very large view hole um, that is kind of all beautifully chrome accented. And then Bell has chosen to put a bubble shield on it. They sent me recently um, a tinted bubble shield to replace the clear one that the helmet comes with. And I have to say that the tinted is really, really nice on sunny days. It lets me keep my regular old glasses on um, and not have to switch to sunglasses, which are not prescription. And I gen generally find when riding a motorcycle that seeing is really important. <laughs> Uh, so I'm a big fan. It really is this great vintage-looking helmet. Um, hopefully, uh, people who are listening will take a look at the website and see a picture of it. Um, it's really, really well made. It's super light and low profile, so I like it a lot. The only other thing I think people kind of want to know about it, um, other than the fact that it fits very comfortably because they use really nice either leather or fake leather and kind of suede foam inside the helmet, is that it's fairly quiet for what it is it is not like um, a modern shaped helmet that is uh, well wind, kind of wind tunnel designed to offer little resistance and to be um, very quiet i think that on very long road trips you would definitely need earplugs um, the bubble shield lets in some wind and i like having a lot of air in my face when i'm riding the motorcycle so i'm a big fan but it is not quiet and you will definitely uh, definitely want earplugs and we'll hear the road as you're riding, so perhaps not for long road trips. Um, Jason, did you go with the, the face uh, shield that's like the bubble shape or the one that's more of a uh, flat contour? Or I, have so the, I have the bubble-shaped ones. So I have both a clear and right mm -hmm. now as I'm looking at the helmet, I have the tinted bubble shield on. And I like the bubble shields a lot. Just having that yeah, plastic a little farther away from your face... Um, psychologically makes it feel like I can see more and have a wider field of view. Yeah, it just looks better anyway, I think. Yeah, it's a very, very attractive helmet. I have uh, two or three times actually had readers stop me and say, you're Jason from Boing Boing, I've seen that helmet. Um, <laughs> but people also just, you know, when they see the hel helmet hanging off the bike or when I'm pulling up to park someplace, will ask about it. Um, they want to know if it's an old helmet. They think that I'm probably yeah. riding around with a death trap, 30, 40-year-old helmet on my head. <laughs> Great color. What color do you have? I have the, uh, it's kind of a cream white with uh, the red dinner plates on the side. Very nice. Which I believe is the TT designation. I think that if you buy just a plain bell bullet, you can get it in solid colors. Mm. Uh, but as always with motorcycle helmets, I recommend buying the color that fits. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. Hey, Jason, it's getting kind of cold. We're recording this in late November, uh, and you're up in Northern California. What's it like uh, riding out on the roads as the seasons change up there? Colder. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, I have uh, different riding gear for different times of the year. I like to ride the bike, and the great thing about being in California is it's really, other than when it's pouring rain, it's always riding season. Um, mm. I really don't like to ride in the rain. I prefer to stay upright. Um, and so if I get caught in the rain, I'll ride in it. But, uh, you know, the winter months here aren't all that much different from the summer months. Mm -hmm. It's Northern California. It's foggy <laughs> and cold all year. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, um, speaking of Northern California, uh, one of the great traditions of Northern California is weed. Well, in our last episode of Boing Boing Gadgets, we had a special giveaway for the Ascent 
Vaporizer by Da Vinci. Ascent is uh, has been sponsoring some of our fine content at Boing Boing recently, and their their Ascent Vaporizer. It's, it's basically a portable vaporizer that many like to use for cannabis. And the cool thing about it is that you can you have very fine control over the temperature, and it's also all glass on glass. So. Unlike some portable vaporizers that mix different kinds of metals and alloys that may be reactive when exposed to heat, this one, um, the, the parts that are exposed to heat are glass. So it's it's healthier. It's more pure. Uh, I, I happen to really like it. Uh, we have two lucky listeners who've been selected to uh, receive uh, ascent vaporizers. And we're not going to read their names on the air, but you know who you are and you are about to have a lot of fun. Jason and Mark, have you tried out this vaporizer yet? I have not had the opportunity to, but I'm looking forward to it. I have. I really like it. It is uh, kind of a substantial piece of equipment in your hand. It feels really, really well made. Um, You get great temperature control, uh, the ability to fine-tune the temperature, and the glass, I want to call it tube or straw, that uh, Mm -hmm. you you use to inhale from is also kind of super nice, very, very... You know, well-made kind of luxury end of the spectrum for portable vaporizers that I've used, not plasticky or, um, you know, light at all. It's really kind of a heavy thing in your hand. You know, it's it's of the quality feel uh, of a similar quality feel to some of the non-portable vaporizers that I purchased and used during my cancer treatment. One of them that I really liked. Uh, was called the Vapor Brothers Vaporizer. Oh, yeah. And um, this one, th- the Ascent is great because it's portable. If you're traveling, you can you can take it easily. And it does just have sort of a, a, a nice, hefty, substantial feel, but it's not bulky. And uh, as as Mike Backus, the uh, cannabis, the, the medical cannabis expert whom we interviewed in a video recently that was sponsored by Ascent, as Mike Backus said, temperature control is really important because – when you expose cannabinoids to different levels of heat, you get different uh, chemical compounds in, into your body. I, I didn't say that in a very eloquent way, but basically the heat changes what you absorb into your body. And some of the cannabinoids that affect human beings in different therapeutic ways are only accessible at higher or lower temperatures. So there's there's a lot of interesting science to that, and uh, it, it really packs a lot into a small form factor. We, they've been really cool people, and, and we're awfully grateful that they've sponsored that they've given us a chance to to do uh, some therapeutic cannabis related content on Boing Boing. Um, it, it's it's really it's been great. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, congrats to you, lucky winners, and thanks to you, uh, Ascent and Defingi. Um, anything else to share with our readers and listeners this week? No, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Well, we're recording this just before Thanksgiving, and I, I think probably a lot of our listeners will be listening to this podcast over Thanksgiving to drown out the screams of their families and the sound of crashing plates and dishes hanging, uh, being, being thrown against the wall. Uh, I hope that all of you survive Thanksgiving, and if, uh, if things get too rough, just know that Boing Boing is always here for you. We will always have a mix of snark, outrage, cool music, cool videos, and uh, and cool gadgets to share with you. We, we got your back. We absolutely do. All right. Mark and Jason, have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll you, talk to you soon. You too, Shani. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.